You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba show, Speedy and the real Greg Burgess. I gave you a kickoff hour on all the Rick and Bubba platforms today. Helmsy uh, is coaching women's tennis somewhere. Uh, but uh, the guys, they uh, they got you ready to go. Uh, so Adler settles in. Uh, he handles the YouTube experience where you can watch us live and archive. Uh, that's available to you every day on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Are you a subscriber? If not, subscribe. It doesn't cost anything. But it does uh, remind you uh, when the show goes live or when the Wednesday Bible study goes live or if we put something else up there, uh, you'll get an alert. Uh, so there are advantages to being a subscriber, and it helps us uh, as well. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll unpack stories. Since the last time we were together, we'll kind of update you on some things coming up over the weekend. Uh, and we'll bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, 30 years and running, the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome into the little party we like to call Rick and Bubba, also known as your Back Porch Radio Network, where we discuss everything you would on the back porch. Here we go. DC Talk. Yeah. Jesus Freak. About it. So today, looking ahead, uh, we do have things to cover. Um, golden ticket seats today. First time in 2024. I was telling uh, Bubba I had a little fun uh, at a couple of listeners' uh, cost uh, just last evening. So, uh, you know, you, you've heard us mention, you you got the, the men that are on the show, uh, well, most every day. And, and so we're all here and you know that, and then, you know, we kind of have what we call the, the connections to the show, but they're outside the show and not always here. You're talking about your what's eating Scott Garoski people, you Dr. Lou's, you know, you, 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 James Spans, which we'll hear from today. And, uh, and you know, you heard us mention bones, you know, about that, the, the, all in that. And I'm sure, I hope, I'm sure I'm leaving some people out. David but, from Lewis. Yeah. They, well, thank you, Greg. <laughs> you know, you hear, you hear the, the long list. You Greg. hear the guys, you know, from the manchurch.com that do all the different, uh, resources and the publishers that you're Andy Blanks, you're Les Bradford's and, and you've probably heard us speak of Oscar Kent. Oscar is a, uh, a guy that uh, that we've met, he's been a supporter of the show for a long time, and and he's in the, you know the business of uh, when we need to fly somewhere, if we need to do that privately, uh, we've done that through him and and various companies that he's worked for 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 a long time. As a matter of fact, he you know he was talking about even the he couldn't believe it's been a decade since he was flying us around on the twenty year we ain't never been nowhere tour, <laughs> and uh, and so he's very supportive, great guy, and really really helps us. Uh, to get uh, our speakers where they need to be with themanchurch.com when that's necessary. And, and so 
Um, he has some friends that are coming into the golden ticket seats today and they're, and they're big fans and they never, they don't really know what to do. You know how you're nervous. Uh-huh. You don't really know what to do. Yeah. And so I, I'm, we were driving back to, to fly home last night. Uh, and I said, Oscar, have you got your friends all squared away? They know where to be tomorrow. And, uh, he's, Oh man, I, I need to be sure I double check on that. So we're in the car, you know, driving back and, uh, uh to the airport. And so he, he says, Hey, I, you, you want to talk to him? I said, yeah, but yeah, put him on. So, uh, so anyway, so, yeah, so it was about eight thirty p.m. Central mm-hmm. time. And so, um, and, and, you know, going ticket seats, those, you don't know that on the live show, they're to arrive at eight o'clock a.m. Central time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> so the guy says, Hey Rick. And I said, I said, Hey man, where are you? I said, I'm standing out here waiting on you outside the golden ticket seat door. And he goes, huh? I said, what didn't, didn't Oscar tell you to be here at eight? He said, I thought that was 8 a.m. <laughs> And, 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 and you I, did that just for your own. And he's good, hollering yeah. at his wife, "Hey, Rick's waiting on us. Come on, and, and, uh, we ain't got to change of clothes. You never miss an opportunity. Yeah, I'm and, so proud and, of you. and I said, "No, nah, man, I'm just messing with you. I'll see y'all tomorrow." And he was like, <laughs> "Then there was that pause where I think people who love the show go, I don't. Yeah, what they, was that? They, about? Why would they do that right. to people yeah, that, right. that shouldn't they like us? I mean, right. but there's no. What gra- are you doing? But no, no, there's no greater honor." No greater honor for us to mess with you. Yeah, oh, uh, that that, that, that was like being that, pranked by Gary. It's an oh, it's there's a, no it's greater honor. Oh, it's it's like being dogged by Greg. Yeah, uh, made fun of physically, maybe. Yes. Hey. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so that, do y'all remember when you uh, interviewed Dale Earnhardt uh, and you that's wanted, right. y'all wanted him to like that's throw right. the phone and be like mean to y'all? Moment of silence, please. Okay. Get your right, three up. Yeah, my up. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, but no, I just thought because y'all wanted that honor of him yeah. kind of telling. He was y'all being off. too nice to us. Yeah, yeah. and of course, but then he threw the phone out the window. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. did. He threw it out during the interview. Right. Yeah. So uh, that that's going to happen today. The wheel of meat will spin today. Uh, so uh, and and Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. I, I don't want y'all to think we're as sharp as it sounds. Oh, we, we got a good in this one. Yeah, we had no idea that Nick Saban was going to retire. We had Eli Gold, uh, who has been the voice of the Crimson Tide. For a long, long time, but the entire tenure of uh, of Saban, uh, doing the coaches show with him and everything, and we get to talk to Eli Gold about Nick Saban and his retirement this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. So that just kind of fell into our lap. Wait a minute, you, you know me, Nick Saban's retiring. Yes, Greg, I yeah. think he is. Yeah. By the way, I got an interesting uh, background on that last you got time. Yeah, pretty good authority. Um, you hey, know, heard some things. W- we've been an acquaintance of Eli's for for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, have found ourselves, you know, at events with Eli a couple of times. And uh, but it was good just to be able to kick back and talk a little bit. And you know, he's been through some health issues, and we covered that. We covered Coach Saban, talked a little bit about his career, um, and we got to have him back to do some more because that that was really entertaining. It was, and uh, a lot of great. And we covered the one time you were his color man. We did. We did. <laughs> Not trying to brag, uh, but I did do color commentating with the great Eli Gold. You know, uh, that that seems like that would be a tough role for you because you're not used to being a number two guy, and that's a that's a separate skill set right. from a number one guy. You know, it was almost like I felt like I was an actor who they said, let's push you with this role. <laughs> <laughs> let's get you out of your comfort zone. Uh, but let, let me say this, too. I didn't get into it. I know, Greg, you'll chime in. We're going to the break. But I just want to say one of the things that's odd is in life you never – the way you get to know someone – Sometimes it's not even their main thing, but you don't know it. That was just your only entry yeah, point. Yeah. I thought Eli Go was nothing but Motor Racing Network. As a kid, I didn't know anything about Eli yeah, Go. Yeah, that was yeah, uh-huh. all, first all the other stuff he'd done with hockey and the NFL. Yeah, yeah. And I knew nothing about any of that. In my world, he was one of the guys on the Motor Racing Network. Yeah, so how about, how yeah. about his little kid taking a tape recorder? 
to yeah. Yankee Stadium. Oh my God! And sitting in the upper deck and doing the games and recording himself. Yeah, yeah. From and that was from his book, uh, from peanuts yep. uh, to the press box. Yep. Yeah. He would he he would he would sell peanuts so he could actually get into the event. Yeah. How about that? So that was good. Uh, but anyway, catch that this weekend. Um, I know that everybody right now is just grabbing and discussing and. And we're all reflecting on the coaching career of Nick Saban. And Eli Gold was on the front row. So yep. uh, so that's uh, that's this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. And we got some more college football news. Shocking this morning. Have you, have you heard this about Florida State? I haven't. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, uh, this, we even have a, an audio clip we may, may play later. Now now our, our brother, uh, Glenn Beck, with Blaze TV and the Blaze TV family, it looks like now he and the developer of Colony Ridge are now going at it. <laughs> we, we have a clip now. The guy at Colony Ridge, he's going back after Glenn now. But let me, let me tell you this. Why don't you see what Glenn and the Blaze TV team, uh, what they have found out about this uh, Colony Ridge uh, place near the border. We've got that sound bottom. Yeah, we do. We do. Colony Ridge is growing really, really fast at a rate of 200 lots a week. And, and based on what Glenn and the Blaze Originals team observed firsthand, they were there. Uh, the overwhelming percentage of these residents are illegals, Spanish speaking non citizens. Uh, and the developer, John Harris, who's going to fire back. Uh, at, uh, at at Glen today, uh, he says about thirty five thousand people live there, but the local officials are saying nah, he's he, he's not telling you the whole story. It's 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 at least double that. Uh, so why does that matter? Well, Glenn unpacks that uh, in uh, in his documentary, and if you're a Blaze subscriber, you can see that Bubba's even mentioned on the air too. Is this that that plan that we kind of theorize might be in play about an open unvetted border that? There's a play by the Democrats to try to turn Texas blue. Uh, Glenn looks into that, and you can't see it if you're not a Blaze TV subscriber. You also get an hour of the Rick and Bubba show with all the other programming on Blaze TV, so why don't you become a subscriber today by going to blazeoriginals.com and use the code Colony Ridge. That's going to get you $30 off an annual subscription. Blazeoriginals.com, use the code Colony Ridge, see this documentary and all the other great programming on Blaze TV. I agree with uh, Greg and Speedy in the kickoff hour. I do want to thank uh, the family that was booked to be here today but said they're sick and they didn't come. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, if you're not feeling well, we, we, we would rather you didn't come uh, yeah. because uh, uh, during the cold and flu season, you know, it's uh, everything's getting passed around. And <laughs> how, how we can minimize that would be great. I don't understand some people's mindset. Mm-hmm. I talked to a friend of mine and their kids were sick. Mm-hmm. And the reason their kids were sick, because they got a call from a friend of theirs to see if, hey, could you pick up my son and, and let him come home with you? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. But well, they come to pick him up later, and they go, hey, man, appreciate you doing that. Uh, our other kids are sick at the house, okay. and, and I appreciate you, appreciate you getting him. And he, he looked at me and said, wait a minute. So you got a sick house. And you wanted us to pick up your your healthy child, who's probably got it and carrying it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And and he was, and now their house is <laughs> sick. I, I, don't, I don't understand some people's mindset. <laughs> Who old typhoid yeah, Mary? But, but thank y'all for culling yourself and not coming sick. Yeah. So uh, so so there you go. Yeah. That that's the thing to do, and we have to do that. And I know sometimes we've all been there. There's something you really want to do. There's a flight you really want to take. 
There's the, you, you just want, you want it to be okay. And you're like, I think I can push through, but think of others. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I always try to think of others. Um, all right. So, uh, I, just before we get into, I know we got an update, uh, some other update, but I do want to say this y'all, a lot of people now are coming to me saying, what else do you know when <laughs> involving the Saban situation? Oh, and I, I don't want to get into these things. Uh, I, I do. I will say that I was once again privy to some information. Um, there's some things, you know, some narratives that are out there that may not completely be accurate. Uh, that uh, that you know that that Saban had long decided this was the end of the, the final year. That that I, that's turning out. I don't think to be accurate. I think the athletic department and the university actually were a little bit surprised that he retired. They weren't. They weren't expecting. I think they always have contingency plans, yep. but I think uh, this was not something they were told mid-season to expect. And I'm going to say these two words, and I'm not going to say them anymore. Okay. Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> just everybody, everybody, just hang on. Back. Okay, just uh, back to. I heard his name, but I heard he was going to Ole Miss when Lane takes out. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a. Does the uh, Florida State situation uh, does that encourage Mike Norvell to seek? Well, the only another, problem another gig? with that is they don't think Alabama fans can say his name, right? And that that that's a problem. Oh, well, try uh, the Washington coach. Yeah, right. And then uh, and it also yeah. doesn't flow like Jimbo does. Right. So you can right. do Jim Bama, <laughs> right? Okay, that's right. Jim Bama. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you can already see the bumper stickers. Roll Jimbo, roll. There you oh, go. Yeah. that's good, mm-hmm. Baba. Yeah. Go Jimbo. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there's all kinds of things you can do with that. Yeah. And uh, wrong, right? And you know, and he's won a national championship, so you know that he's you, got he's you, got the got right. the resume, right? So uh, I'm what's not saying doing, I, what's he been doing with himself, probably you know, enjoying anything himself. he wants, looking yeah. at himself in a mirror, seeing how crimson looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably visiting money managers. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm not, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just going to say he's got something he can spread around. He's got something he's got to do something with, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and they and they Talk were they, they were pretty hot. On uh, Rich Rod at Jacksonville State until they heard Dickie Nedmar call. Yeah, right. okay. and, they, and they thought he made a valid point. Right. So, that, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so that, uh, that's they uh, are just, just trying to tell you wh- where we are. Not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying. I'm telling they are you. monitoring. Us. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if the people are ready. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if so. How about Jim Bamba? That works, doesn't it? Uh, all right, so uh, le- as, as we kind of wrap up this discussion, do we want to hear uh, the video 1A, Coach Saban addresses some of these rumors about okay, yeah, him and his yeah, wife's yeah. help? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's right, because we were, that. we were going to do a hybrid here, but let's go ahead and – yeah. I didn't realize – I forgot. And, and you know, we do need to mention, too, on other things with, with, with uh, programs, there is a story today, this thing with Georgia and the unfortunate car crashes and, uh, you know, recruiting staff and all that. Uh, it, it, it's not looking great. It doesn't like that these uh, members of the recruiting staff were drinking and driving, and this was this was something that wasn't a one-off event. It was something, unfortunately, that seemed to go on a lot. So there's some there's some some things coming out about that that are going to you know Georgia's going to have to deal with that as well. Mm. Uh, but uh, here's Nick Saban. Back to him. Um, here he is because one of the things a lot of us start hearing is well, I tell you why he's retiring. His wife's got some health issues. Yeah, we heard that. Yeah. Right so now. so here he is uh, addressing that. So here here we go. Why did you decide that this was the right time to retire? No, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach, because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever 
But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, it was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Uh, took a little, little more out of me than usual. And you know, when people mentioned the health issue, it was really just the grind of, can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season? And if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future, uh, the way I, I think I have to do it, um, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that, um, like I said, there's never a good time. Uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. So there's no, there's no illness. It's just the grind and the gruel of the season. Yeah, there's no illness. Miss Terry's fine. I'm fine. Um, but it was the can you sustain the season, you know, from just a, a mental grind standpoint. Um, and, I've, you know, when I was young, you know, I could work till 2 in the morning, get up at 6 and be there the next day and be full of energy and go for <laughs> it. But when you get a little older, that gets a little tougher, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Wow. Yeah, you know, he said – I, I did hit, see this yesterday that he even looked at the the his, you know because he he mainly operates the defense and then he of course has help but and he said that I I think even as as good as I tried to do with the defense and work with them and whatever when I w- looked at the team there were moments when I think if I was younger I could have done more hmm. to get them to that next place because wow. I, I and, see him out there he I mean he works yeah. with DBs especially yeah. Oh, yeah. and and that actually coincides with a, a serious now I'm joking about the other stuff but a serious conversation I heard last night with someone who who does know mm-hmm. I won't say how they know they said one of the things and he just said it so I don't mind saying it now because he just said it publicly they said he had that, those two speeches and the thing that made him go with the retirement speech one of the things. He went in to start because you know he loses coaches every year. Oh yeah. And he went in to bring in coaches, and he every single one of them said, "I've got a good gig right now, and your age concerns me. If I come there and you retire in two seasons, yeah. I'm not coming." Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he felt like couldn't get. And, and he said, "So I realized, hey, I'm a detriment to the program now. These coaches won't come here because of my age. That that was one thing that he said. That's it." Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, so now we've already heard from Dickie Nadmeyer, but we have not heard from Roll Tide Willie. Oh boy! Uh, oh boy! His know, videos are because I know I like some people say, say there's actually a playoff. Who is the biggest fan? Is it Roll Tide Willie <laughs> or is it Dickie Nadmeyer? Rick, that one will go to overtime. Yeah. And so yeah. Roll Tide Willie, a star of social media. Uh, is there language? Willie, will yeah. use language sometimes. Uh, I have a, a note here at 121. I need to stop it because at 122 he cusses. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so he, here's Roll Tide oh, Willie no, hearing there. about Nick Saban oh, retiring. Boy. Barefoot. Always barefoot. He is barefoot. Yeah. yeah. Willie. Yes. Just got the news, didn't we, Willie? Yeah. I ain't too excited about that. I know it, but look here. All good things come to an end. Yeah, but my main man is stepping down. I know it, but listen. <laughs> crazy coach day I know it. Can't everybody beat him. I, I know it. Look, listen, <laughs> listen. I thought listen. way better. He's the greatest coach ever was. He's the greatest. He'll go down as the greatest coach ever. Listen to me. <laughs> 
But listen, this somebody, right here hurts. I know it hurts you, and it hurts me. It hurts every Bama fan, and everybody that's not a Bama fan should appreciate the greatness that he's now done for college football. He is the greatest coach of all. He's the greatest one there ever was. Boy, nobody ever beat him. I know it. Look, Rick it crying, hurts, but crying. you know Nick Saban. He, it's time for him to retire. I don't like him retiring, but you but know who's gonna fill his shoes? He's right here. It's gonna fill him. <laughs> you gonna they hire me? I will take over. I know it, but listen, listen, listen. And one thing I will do, I am not gonna put up with paying the players. Well, well. You- you better. That's just one of those things. That's no, they, they, they done stupid by doing that. That's re-nick. He retired now. He couldn't get his players to do what he wanted to do on the count of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's way so better. Much better. Yeah, hey, that's so much better. His videos I, are always gold, but this is That's this is one of the best ones I've ever seen. You think it ain't my wheelhouse. <laughs> I have a few friends that were about that bad. But not quite. Yeah. That right there. Well, I got a, I got a big I got a big laugh last night Good with a man I was speaking to. I said, when I when I saw everybody at the Nick Saban statue, I thought to myself, he's retired, right? He's not dead. Right. right. Come right. on. Right. Uh, but here's Big Al, the mascot, and he's there for the Crimson Tide fans because oh. he knows they're hurting. So Big Al actually uh, – that's the mascot, for those you don't know, for the University of Alabama. He also was out, almost like trying to be a counselor. Look, oh, okay. Yeah, this was immediately after the news broke. He yeah. was driving around. Yeah. But here, here comes Big Al. And he's offering free hugs. Free hugs. Yeah, free hugs for Big Al. <laughs> so so there, there you go. So anyway, it's... Um, God, Greg. I, no, 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 no. I better than I ever thought it would be. We may need to see that once an hour. Yeah. Today. Greg, Greg I can't watch it enough. You ever see him put a cigarette out on the bottom of his foot? Let me tell you something. Yeah. For Greg, just so you know, Bubba, that was like somehow he get, there's a video of Elon Musk and he's stopping by today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's the greatest thing Greg has seen in a long That's time. That's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> we'll be right back. We've got a war update coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. An update. You know, we've been having a problem with these pirates in the Arabian Peninsula. You know, yep. they're harassing our shipping lanes. Yep. Overnight, military forces from the United States and the UK successfully completed targeted strikes inside Yemen used by the, uh, is it Hothi? How do you say it? How do you say it, Adler? Does Adler think he knows? Yeah. I, yes. I Houthi? think it's a mix between... Between Houthi and, and Houthi, it's kind of like Houthi. Well, so you could say like Houthi, Houthi and the Blowfish. Well, no, it's Houthi. Is it Houthi? Houthi. I like Somali pirates better. <laughs> yeah. Well, we attacked them overnight. They are pirates. Uh, we used more than 100 precision guided missiles, striking around 2:30 a.m. local time on over 60 targets at 16 locations. Oh. The missiles came from fighter jets. Destroyers and submarines. Hmm. So, good morning, Mister Pirate. So that's How's a, that. Yeah. So there you go. So um, uh, they say they're not going to stop. Well, that that's fine. I mean, well, they can if they got anything left that'll float. Right. Yeah. One one way. See that that you, you but, can get on social media, but if your boat's gone, you're not really a big threat. Well, I think what you're saying, Speedy, is the reason you need to do this. You are correct. Their attitude is they're not going to stop. Nope. So you have to make it impossible to continue yeah Correct. that's that's right. how you that's how you win battles that's how you win right. wars when the other side they can be mad as they want to but sure. if they don't have any toys left no they're out of the game right this is that same uh gang with this uh that footage that went viral online of the iranian backed hooties 
or Houthis, whatever, attacking ships in the Red Sea. <laughs> but we had GoPro footage, first-person yeah. view GoPro footage of that, and that's who this group is. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we got aggressive against them. Hoodies. And, and, we, and we need to be, have that same aggression against the drug cartel that's taken over the southern border. Yep. Uh, yep. And uh, with with all who oppose us. At some point, uh, I think we have to decide who we want to win the Ukrainian-Russian war. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a war in the Middle East that's well, raging on. So, you know, I mean, Iran has been a tr- problem for a long time. That mm-hmm. goes back to the 70s, Jimmy Carter and all that. They, oh, yeah. They've been begging for an ass-kicking oh. for a long time. Bob- oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a new quarter. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd like to. I'd like to give them that. Yeah. Well, there. Well, by good, goodness. Good night. Well, mind, well they're trying to build you. nuclear weapons too. Right. Don't mm. need that either. Right. I mean, they just been begging for it. Right. So uh, what? What uh, for? What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> real good spanking. That's good right. woman. I mean, just a real good spanking. Those of you that have been with us for the majority of this, if not all of this. It never fails when there's some kind of update involving the Rick and Bubba children. People are always like, tell me these children that, <laughs> that, that we heard about when you guys had all had little kids, that these can't be these these adults mm-hmm. that y'all keep showing us pictures of and telling us what's going on. I'm like, yeah, I, I hate to tell all of you, we all are that old. Yeah. Uh, so I know, Bubba, some exciting news uh, uh, concerning your daughter. Well, Rick, you know, proud dad moment here. Of course, uh, love them. And, and, you know, proud of both of my kids. They're doing great. Uh, enjoy spending time with them. You know, when they're at home, you never really think about there's going to be a time they're not going to be here That's and right. you're not going to get to see them as mm-hmm. much. Right. So enjoy that time. Uh, my daughter, Caitlin, who took a, a really, for I thought, a bizarre interest for her into politics when she was in college. And um, she ended up wanting to go into government and government affairs. And she interned in Washington, D.C. one summer and really enjoyed what she was doing. Uh, graduated from school, went to work there. Uh, she worked at the RNC for a little while. Then she went to work for Congressman Jerry Carl, who we've had. You talking the about show. Alabama one, Alabama District one, yeah. Who we've had on the show several times, and uh, she has uh, moved up through the ranks. She's she's worked for uh, for Congressman Jerry Carl for two years now, oh, wow. and um, so uh, she she has got moved up. And Rick, she she just has been announced as his official press secretary. How about that oh, right there? How about that right there? That's uh. That's uh, it's quite an honor, and she's uh, very honored to have that job and uh, uh, has been working, you know, in that office and working her way up the ladder, and we're very proud of her to have that yeah. now officially on her card. That's press so secretary. awesome. Oh. You, you know what that is, though? That That's the next step awesome. toward being Trump's new press secretary. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I think— trust me, nobody else is going to want that job. Caitlin can do it. Well, yeah. she, uh, she really enjoys Congressman Jerry Carl. And, You're talking uh, about Alabama one, Alabama district <laughs> one, <laughs> and uh, you know we've had him on the show several times. She she will call me and she'll say, "Dad, Congressman Carl and you are just alike. Y'all 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 say the same thing." I feel, and I, I said, "Well, it's clear he's a very wise man." It's no, <laughs> no, no, I mean, good uh, gracious. Uh, so and, and now we're now we're bragging fun. on Alabama one. <laughs> That's it, and, and it, a little bit fine. It, and it's funny because she. <laughs> She is also the designated driver. She drives the congressman well, around D.C. Don't say it like don't that. Say that. Don't say it like that. She that, sounds like, that sounds like no, Alabama one no, knocks him no, back. No, not designated like he needs a designated driver. Right, right. Y'all are going to get me in trouble with the press. Of course. Right you here said out of the it. Mm-hmm. 
but designated to drive him because they they all have drivers that carry them uh-huh. different places. Yeah. And uh, say she's driver one. So mm. it, it, it's funny. Three. She, uh, I think, <laughs> early on she was asked, "Where did you learn to drive?" <laughs> and she said, "My dad taught me on 280." That pretty much gets you ready for anywhere. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> She's going to have to give a statement about your your statements, Bubba. We are aware yeah. that a prominent radio show <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. in our state said that we had designated drivers. <laughs> yes. We would like to clarify. <laughs> what that means. Uh, but no, you said it, and you, you've had to deal with it sometimes, even more so than anybody, because it's almost like it happened to you first. Just like what I told you, I said uh, to the church when they said, "What should be our biggest concern about you? You know, taking a certain right. role." And I'm like, "Well, the show. That, that's the biggest concern. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I mean, it could it, be yeah. a good thing, it could be right? A bad thing. But but how many times yeah. have you gone to work and said, "I'd like to thank the show for giving me a handle." Right. When I say uh-huh. work away from here, if you're yes. here doing something yeah. else, right? And uh, something else you're involved in, some circle you're in, and some also, feelings hurt. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Well, uh, well what happens is. And it's such a dangerous thing, and Caitlin knows this because she's grown up in it, so she'll be okay. But you know, at least she's you know battle savvy. Right. Is that you know that that those that are connected to us, family, friends, or acquaintances, or organizations, churches, uh, Alabama one, mm-hmm. uh, is that the show is is it can like you said it can be a blessing, but the the thing is these guys have if you're kickoff hour guys, you got to find something to do for five hours. If you're you and me, it's four hours. And sometimes if we think the show's tanking, mm-hmm. we'll destroy a relationship to get a laugh. You know what I mean? Or to make something happen. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the show is out there in the front. It will almost say, for the Anything good of, for the, for the, good of yeah. the show, yeah. I'm, a, I'm sorry yeah. you had to pay a price And then I'll today. clean the mess up later. Yeah. How or many? then it's the, the other staff when it's not on you and mm-hmm. you're on the other side of the fence and you're just having a good old time. Oh, yeah. And you just keep it going because oh, sure. you're just having a blast. Oh, yeah. And you put the person that it's about in a handle. Oh, yeah. I, it, it was uh, when, sorry, Bob. Sh- when Sherry was telling me about the thing we were talking about, about uh, you know being a deacon and all that, she said, well, you know that you have to serve for three years. I said, oh, I'll never make three years. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and she oh, said, no. "Really? Why do you think?" I said, uh, "Got any idea what I do for a living? Yeah. <laughs> ever ever heard those guys?" I said, uh, "No, this this thing is this thing is on borrowed time." Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm also very glad that Caitlin has a great boss like Jerry to. You talking to, about Alabama one, Alabama mm-hmm. District That'd one, to, yeah. to work under because uh, he he's fine man. He he's been very successful in business and wanted to give back, wanted to serve and, uh, you know, wanted to, to have a, a country for his kids and grandkids yeah. and, and ours that, yeah. uh, that he grew up in and had opportunity. in. so I appreciate him wanting to serve and I appreciate him, uh, you know, bringing Caitlin on his staff and giving her a chance to move up the ranks. Well, and also you got to be proud of her. And I know you have to handle it differently because you're in the dad mode. So I'll just go ahead and take it from you so I can say it. The one thing that's also obvious is that when Caitlin has been given opportunity, she's proven herself to be worthy mm-hmm. of moving up the ranks. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, like we've said many times, I know you have too, what we do for a living might afford somebody in our family an opportunity, but that's where it stops. Yeah. They have to make it happen after that, mm-hmm. and 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 she has made it happen. Yeah. So so, uh, congratulations, Kate. Yeah, she's she's a brave young lady. I don't know that I'd want to live in DC. No, <laughs> uh, well, she she's really enjoying it, and uh, we enjoy going up and and seeing the sites and getting the tours. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you, have y'all ever been to DC and gone down Embassy Row? They call it. I've never been. I know you've heard of Music Row in Nashville. Yeah, 
Uh, but it's where all the embassies are, just oh, one really? right after another. If I all have the different I, flags out yeah, front. And, and the buildings are totally different. Oh, you know, they all that. build however they want to do it. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, it's just one right after another. Uh, huh. I have seen that because I remember telling whoever had us uh, in the automobile, I said, wow, y'all have fraternities here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and, almost uh, what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, and Fraternity row. They were like, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> and, we, and we wish you weren't here. And if you get to the end of the street on the top of the hill, the biggest one is the Russian one. Um, Russian. Yeah, and, and what, what was funny to me, of course, you know, the Russians probably don't find it very funny. <laughs> 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 they don't share your now, Across the street from them, there, it's, it's some private property, and they have a fence up, and they have painted it with the Ukrainian flag. No, they So haven't. every time they come in and out of the gate, they have to see the oh, Ukrainian wow, flag. Oh, wow, wow, So that's a little, Look at that. a little, hey, how about you there in Russia? Okay. Well, how about that for a kid update today? That's a, yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. Congratulations, Congratulations. And, you, awesome. and what you said about Alabama one, you know, Jerry Carl, is and, <laughs> and others that we know that are like them. I see these people that I think are people that that go and try to. They want that America that we all want back, and uh, and and I uh, want to experience. But I and I understand that if people like them don't take on this role, yeah. Then there's no hope. But then I think to myself, I would never take on that role. Well, you know, because, that, that's because why they're better people. That's right. That's, that's and, the point. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but if you don't fill that void, right. if somebody I know. I doesn't know. step in who knows has has scruples, yeah. has uh, convictions, have religious convictions, uh, and been successful in our country and know how to do things and how America should run in the American dream. If you don't have that, that's when some of these bozos step in, you know, and and that's how you Mm -hmm. get some of these other people that we see in the news every day and make fun of their quotes. That's right. So I'm glad Jerry Carl and people like him have stepped up. So thank you, Caitlin. Proud of you. Uh, Good job. Good job. Go Caitlin. We'll be back. It's 15 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. We'll update you on other things that are going on. James Spann will come see us here at the bottom of the hour, or right out of the bottom of the hour. Uh, so stay close. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, last night, Bubba had a great time down in the land of News Talk 1039, uh, Dothan, Alabama. Uh, you know, that has been uh, a really, really good market uh, for this show, uh, been very loyal. Um, people really respond um, all down in there because uh, it, you know, it's got a good signal and people come from all over. And uh, so uh, last night had uh, the opportunity uh, to go to Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Now, Ridgecrest, um, I-, I was talking with the pastor, Ray Jones, and he said, you know, I-, I-, I think you came to see us maybe 15 years ago, and then uh, in 2022 you-, you came back and started the men's discipleship strategy here for us. And sitting and talking to him, because this was the transition service now to year two and it was just invaluable to be able to talk to a pastor about all the that we've been trying to do for the last uh, three years uh, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i think i just choked on a piece of omelet but um <laughs> it happens yeah right? mm-hmm. i know Usually somebody you know what somebody thought for a minute we documented him crying <laughs> yeah uh but anyway um, that's a first <laughs> he's got he's got oh my goodness he's got a tear duct no <laughs> but um Sitting down, it, it was very affirming uh, for all the men on the team at themanchurch.com. Um, you know, all those, the writers that write the study guides and the, the hard work of our Iron Hill Press, our publisher, the hard work uh, from Eddie Van Adler, uh, you know, helping me put together the videos. And, and he said, you know, when I, when I first heard what you guys were doing, he said, I thought 40 weeks. 
you'll, you'll never get men to go into a 40-week curriculum. And he said, I realize that a lot of us are just saying that, I guess, because uh, maybe what we've tried before wasn't sustainable because it was never designed to be sustainable. And he said, of, of, of the 24 years that I've been a pastor here at this church and then my other years working with the, Inter, uh, the International Mission Board and all the attempts, he said, I'm going all the way back to Promise Keepers. He goes, and, I'm not, and I thought Promise Keepers did good events. Don't misunderstand me. He said, but um, I, I have, we have never done anything that even compares to this. He said, this is the best men's discipleship strategy that I've ever seen. Wow. He said, now I'm on the phone telling other people. And they actually let, let me, I got to watch a testimonial where the men were talking about, and they've only been through one year of, uh, of our first curriculum about the impact. And then the wives talking about the impact on, on their husbands. And, um, you know, some of the biggest fans of this strategy are our wives and women. And then also, uh, you know, single men, you know, go ahead and learn it now. Like I said on the air the other day, you know, get to these conferences, get in these small groups. Y'all don't make the mistakes that some of us older guys make. You know, get it right while you're young. Uh, twofold, you, you you won't make those mistakes when you become a husband or a father because you already know. And B, while you are single and young, you can actually go do more than than we can because you don't have the responsibilities of wives and children or grandchildren or whatever. So anyway, it, it was a very powerful night. I want to thank Ray Jones for not only just trusting us and and bringing me in again, but to sit down and say, let me give you some affirmation. Let me pass this on to the team. Uh, that we are extremely pleased, and it's the best that uh, men's plan we've ever had. And uh, and so last night had an opportunity to um, to share uh, another message, and then transition to the next curriculum. And at the same time, you know, Kevin Derryberry uh, was over in Hope Hull community. He reported to me. It was interesting. I was telling Kevin, let's send each other pictures because we're doing two man churches at the same time in two different parts of Alabama. And Kevin, I sent him pictures of, you know. Men praying. I sent him pictures of, you know, stuff going on. You know what he sent me? Almost like it was a competition. What they were serving him for dinner. <laughs> he was sending me, you know, delicious looking, uh, you know, beef tenderloin and <laughs> and all. And I'm like Kevin. And and then, but but, but later, but later, Kevin did send me that uh, about twelve men. They think that if they were, he said, that, you know, that's just it was somewhere between you know, ten to to fifteen. So I'll say twelve men that made a first-time decision to repent and follow Christ where he was. So well done, Kevin. And uh, and and then where we were, you know, we had a very similar response, somewhere, you know, around 15 or so men that that, that actually said, I'm going to make a decision, I'm going to come down. And then we had another probably 50 that were saying, hey, I, I don't doubt my justification, but I'm a spiritual infant. And when I stand before the Bema seat, which we all will, mm. I don't think I'm going to hear well done. So, uh, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to plug into this. I'm going to start growing up a little bit spiritually so I can handle the word of God and, and have some impact for the kingdom. So it was, a it was a powerful, powerful night. Now there's always something comedic when we do anything. Um, so I'm not trying to say that, you know, you got to be careful of things becoming old hat. Uh, so w- when we travel a lot of times bones, who's kind of like our road manager, make sure all the speakers get where they go. And sometimes he'll travel with the speaker if they, he, if they need him. And so he was with me and then Oscar that I talked about a minute ago, who's got some friends coming to the golden ticket seats here in a minute. Um, he, he was flying us. Well, I don't know what they thought. Okay. Normally they're with me sitting next to me. So guy comes in Lance who does the men's ministry and he says, uh, Hey, the pastor wants to see you and pray with you before we go out. No, okay. Okay. So that's the signal guys. 
that that we're going to the service. Mm-hmm. That's the signal. Right. Game now, is on. Here now, we go. Now these two, you're in the tunnel. Oscar and Bones, they're sitting around holding court yeah. with the with the the men they're going to be singing that and everything, and they're all eating pizzas because they had pizzas sent there <laughs> and all the stuff. And so, good old time. So so we get we get in there to the service and and you know the service starts and we're singing and I'm looking around and I said well I guess Bones and Oscar are just gonna sit in the back I guess they're not gonna sit down here with me that's cool and uh, and so we keep I never see them and so after never. after it was over I said uh, so you know I thought that went well I thought that was powerful and they were just kind of all nervous and I'm like what, what's what's happened they said we we didn't know the service had started. I said, what? I said, were y'all still back there eating pizza? And, and they were like, I mean, we also we looked at our clock, and we're like, my goodness, mm-hmm. I think it's already started. Everybody's gone. Yeah. And I said, what were y'all talking about? I said, please tell me it was something important. And he was like, well, I mean, it was a pretty good conversation, but uh, we, we just kind of we, we kind of lost. You didn't hush about that all night. I, I, oh, oh, huh? oh, how soon? Oh, how soon oh. did this come out of my mouth? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Jesus wasn't eating pizza when we needed him. <laughs> there you go. You know what? I mean, it, it is a I said, I'm, I'm sorry that worship of the one and only living God that redeemed us was not as important as the pizza. And, right. uh, and, and, right. and, and yes, yeah, so. I'm curious what kind it was. Well, right. Greg, it was Must a variety. Well, you know, I, it was I, a variety. I, I don't, <laughs> it had it all. What I don't brand, know though? about Oscar because Pizza. I haven't seen oh, him in a long time, oh, Rick, because I, I, I really can't afford to fly anymore. But, no. Uh, Bones, bless his heart, he probably needed to eat. Don't you hate people like Bones? Golly. About their eating. I thought as he got older, he, he would start showing. It's still on. Do you know what? He eats like a horse, too. Yes. And don't, doesn't put on an ounce. Good. No, uh, it's not it, fair. How do people get to do that? It's not fair. It doesn't it seem unfair? It is. Uh, I can smell something, game. Oh, right. yeah. Rick, did you ask Oscar when the next season of Virgin River is coming out? <laughs> Are they done feminine? He does look just looks like, like Jack. Jack. He, he really looks like does. Jack. Oh. He forgot about the service. But, yeah. Right. Um, I need Jack to get his act together. Uh, but the wow. uh, was he thinking? Rick, what's he thinking? <laughs> no, why well, makes him mad? Will you? Will this uh, constantly be a throwback from future oh, yeah. events? They'll they'll never not hear about this. Okay. Uh, every time we go now, I'll say, well, I've called ahead and told them not to serve pizza because I want you all to come to the service. <laughs> good, good, yeah. <laughs> Please don't distract Eat my handler. Eat on the way home. Rick, don't distract my handler. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Rich Cress, uh, Pastor Ray Jones, uh, Lance, all you guys there, and all that came out last night. If we can help you, go to themanchurch.com. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, we're going to start this hour with a little segment we're going to call Democrats Gone Wild. It's going to be it's going to be one outrageous Democrat statement, another Democrat mate saying something outrageous again. So let's start with everybody's favorite Democrat, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, oh, on on the view. No, yeah. Let me I don't know who watches the view. I I don't know why they would watch the view. Uh, because I try to spend my life avoiding things that are unpleasant. Uh, sometimes you can't, but I, w- I don't want to go to something unpleasant on purpose. Right. Uh, but but here we go. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. I don't I don't understand this list, Adler. You may even have to explain to me what she's ranting about. But uh, she's talking about Trump here. Okay. And Trump. she has Trump derangement syndrome for sure. Here you go. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna be on day one. I'm gonna be a dictator. Who says it to you, tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists. I'm going to take all the gay folks. I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. (laughs) If that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. If that's not not the country you want, you have to make a decision. All right. Can anybody (laughs) document for me? I'm talking about one time that Donald Trump has said anything negative about gay people. One time. 
that he's going to, and according to Whoopi, uh, herd you up, move you around. One time. And disappear you. And yeah. disappear yeah. you. Yeah. Which uh, is a, a little-known technique people are familiar with. What I would tell to Whoopi, <laughs> no, you're describing Hamas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With your Palestinian flag on your Instagram, I'm sure. Uh, but anyway, so so and, and the journalists are definitely at war with Trump, but Trump is trying and seems to have been successful waking up America that the journalists have agendas and they, they, they come up with things, as we all know to be true now, that just aren't true. So, but this, she, she realized that journalists wasn't going to get her the proper response. Right. She had to expand. It so a she bit. thought she would exaggerate and say that Trump's after gay people. I think she's probably saying that because I bet, just like we're finding out in a lot of communities, people who have been told you better vote for Democrats because if not, the 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 riots going to come get you. She's talked to some of her gay friends. And some of them are leaning Trump right now, and she's furious about it. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe it. Because yeah, they actually want a strong economy. Uh, and, uh-huh. and, and, so, uh, and that's what's making her mad. I will promise you, whether you are, if you are gay, Trump is not after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, and, and I would think that all of us, gay or straight, sure did like that economy. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. If gas prices are down, last time I checked, it still fills up everybody's car. Bubba, the uh, the insanity continues. Jill Biden is going to lecture us about our treatment of Hunter Biden. Okay, oh, uh, boy. This goes back to a minute ago about what what uh, Adler said about Canada, where you even if you have a picture of someone stealing from you, you can't post it because they might not have been stealing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they were borrowing. Uh, so keep in mind, think of all the things that Hunter has done. That's not even up for debate. But those There's pictures of it, those that are trying to hold him accountable, <laughs> photographs, we, documents, we are the problem. Mm-hmm. So here's the first lady. Here we go. Mika, I, I think what they are doing to Hunter is cruel. And I'm really proud of um, how Hunter has rebuilt his life uh, after addiction. You know, I'm I love my son and it's had it's hurt my grandchildren. And that's what I'm. So concerned about that it's affecting their lives as well. Wait a minute. Now, is that the one you admit that he has or not? Right. You know, I I know you went to court to keep her from using the Biden name. That's real love, if you ask me. Can I tell you? Can I tell you what's cruel about uh, to one to? I love you so much. I'm going to spend fifty thousand dollars in legal fees to be sure you don't use my name. Right. But I love you, honey. Wouldn't that be cruel <laughs> to a grandchild if they're if they're not acknowledging and they try to kick them out of the family? But anyway, so right. read it. Crocodile right, tears. Let's hear. Mom, me a river. Mama's gonna lecture us a little more. Uh, was that now? Was that was there more on that? Or is that all? That was it. Okay. That was the whole thing. All right. Yeah, so now, Bubba, Man, the one you know, like, you know how Hunter can uh, prevent from being treated cruel. That is, quit putting pictures all over the internet. Quit taking money from foreign powers and writing checks to his dad. That well, that'll solve it. And, and and having buddies that left cocaine at the White House. Well, that too. Right. That too. All right, so more outrageous statements from the left today. Here comes the, even this this title is hilarious to me, the top Biden economic advisor. Now listen, to her, her I, I name. I wouldn't want that title. Her last name is Brainerd. In this, ca- <laughs> wow. in this case, it may be brain dead. Okay. And they oh. just run it together. Listen to, listen to what she says. Let's, please listen to this. Mortgage rates have actually come down uh, over the last few months, so they've come down by about one and a quarter percent. That will make a difference. Um, Boy, that's a, you know, you're talking come about a half too. truth on that. They did come down just a little bit because they've been up so high. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, like if you, if you want the record it. on this, when Biden took office, day one when he went in, mortgage rates were 2.7%. 
Today, they still remain in the six to seven range. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, that, I mean, that's the fact. Did they come down a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, well, yeah. we lost. They're not the sevens anymore. Half a percent here. <laughs> We've got a real, you know, bonfire going here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was quote. I was actually. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. I was looking at something yesterday and talking to someone, and they quoted me 7% yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and another thing at 8%. Another setup. So, uh, well, that encourages you to build, doesn't it? it? Yeah. So, so anyway, if it was two point seven and now remains, how they build a colony ridge with those kind of <laughs> right? That's good. Your best case scenario, if you want to be the economic good news uh, announcement uh, from the Biden administration, your best scenario, and we're being lenient here. Yeah. We'll, we'll even give you six percent, even though I'm not sure you can get that right now. I don't think you can, but that's still a big jump from two point seven, and it's really more like seven percent. Uh, if you try to actually get it done, and uh, it, to say that that it came down a half a percent to Bubba's point, they do the same thing with gasoline. We're, we're not we're not doing that. We're we're comparing to where it was before y'all took over. That's what we're doing. Right. If you want to say it's come down, you got to get down below two point seven. Yeah. Okay. And and if you don't, it's still up. They do the same thing with gas prices. Yeah. You know, it flew up and it might be down a little bit, but it's yep. not where it was. Yeah. Yep. Y'all, once again, that, that just shows, like, this This person is advising the president on economics. That's what we got. But yeah, nobody's that's advising what we the president. Nobody's advising That's the, what we got. That's nobody's all advising we got. the president. You're talking about talking to the people that are actually Hey, Joe, to... give me a call. I can help you out better than she can. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, I do not know what to do. With this Pat McAfee thing, and Helmsley being out today, he usually guides me. He's kind of my Pat McAfee sponsor. <laughs> and, um, you mean Coach Helms? Yeah, Coach Helms. What? What? what a minute. What? What? He's not here today? No, he's not. No. Yeah. That's Friday. Yeah. What I love a minute oh, ago right. is that he's been telling us where he's going, and just like always, we were talking, and he's like, I'm not sure where he is. Yeah, he did snap some me. Of, I said something about Starkville. He did snap me. He was at Starkville. Okay. okay. He's, he showed me up. Yeah, this is his courts. first time to coach at uh, you know official match. What? They, had no, their, they had that fall schedule. Well, they had the fall, but yeah. I mean the the, the real he didn't the coach spring, the spring schedule. It is spring. this is spring. No, no, no last spring. spring he was with UAB. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I didn't this know will that. be like the, the his first. I did not know match. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about that? Um, all right. So this ongoing thing with Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Coach Aaron Rodgers and ESPN. I, I don't know what to do with we, it. We just saw a clip where. I mean, we saw it yesterday. Am I wrong? Am I in a time warp here or something? It was yesterday. And Pat McAfee says, I'm glad Aaron's not going to be on anymore. I'm glad. The controversy goes with him and all that. Season four is over. He he gets me in a lot of controversies I don't want to be in. And and it wasn't three hours later he was on the show. Yeah, and so (laughs) then then that led to – this is what happens when you get too reactive to people – because I know what happened because I was one of them. Uh, then the people started going, wow, you just threw Aaron Rodgers under the bus. You didn't stand up for him against ESPN uh, because they want to ban him from, from your show for J- making crybaby Jimmy Kimmel mad. Well, now, all of a sudden yesterday, uh, Pat McAfee's back. I don't have my McAfee sponsor. Adler, can you help me? Uh, do, you, do you know what's going on? Yeah, Pat McAfee brought him back on. That's it, it? For what reason? He brought him back on. the. Ne- I've got him just bringing him back on here, a little clip, if you guys want it. Yeah. And uh, so I guess he didn't fold. It looked like he folded McAfee, but I guess he didn't. All right. All right here's, here's. Joining us now to chit-chat about massive names being, you know, it's a voice. amicably departed mm-hmm. from two teams sure. at a very, very high level. He's a four-time NFL MVP and a man who is a Super Bowl champion. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the last human that Bill Belichick talked to on the field mm -hmm. as the New England Patriots head coach, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron, how you doing, pal? <laughs> Can you guys see me? Yeah, you look fantastic. You look great. Clearer than whenever you usually call us from wherever, actually. Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm out here in the woods, so I'm I'm uh, I'm glad I can't see you guys. So this is perfect. All right, <laughs> you look great. You need to know that you're out in the woods, obviously doing your off season stuff, activities, activities, ventures. Uh, is that a good way to describe it? That the off season has begun. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I think it's awkward. Well, I, I think Aaron's like. Are we going to talk about this? I mean, is he, is he out growing mushrooms? What's he uh, doing? Probably. Uh, By the uh, way, is the bookcase one of those fake things you put behind you? Or you think he's in a house that really? Once has again, a if, AJ he's didn't the, talk. if he's in the woods. Not, uh, not, uh, uh, yeah, I, bet it's a I think it's a, fa I think it's a, it's a fake background. background. Don't you? you think he's keyed over? Yeah, yeah I think background. he is. I think he is. Zoom in on one of the books, Adler. Let's I, see what I, it I don't think. I don't think I he think is. He's in a room. I think nope. he's just in a yeah, cabin. A, a nice little, cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. corner. He's extremely wealthy. I'm sure it's a nice cabin. Let me go back to this. Look at the books behind AJ. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, let, let's those say. Do look yeah. Fake. Who is AJ? I would like to have AJ Hawk. Why is this Roman soldier's helmet head in the? No, he looks like a shot every time. Bat McAfee's on. Why is his head huge? It's got like Bert and Ernie going. What's Going, what's happening? He was a Who linebacker for Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. And, and Packers. Right the Packers. Could I ask this? Because yeah. again, I don't watch the show because I find it annoying. But can, can I say, is that guy ever get to talk? I, I, I rarely think ever they would only bring him up when he talks because most time he's sitting there with that granite look on his face. Yeah. I think he never gets to talk. I think he's in on the show a lot when it comes to the financial side of oh, things okay. too. But okay. I, I'm not too terribly sure. But can I give you since Helmsy's not here a little bit uh, on this? So Pat McAfee makes this big speech, right? We have the story about we, we ESPN and all this kind of stuff. Well, then he quickly got on X and put a post out and said, hey, I think maybe I misrepresented. Uh, you know, maybe I didn't explain it well. But, you know, Aaron's not banned from this show. I was just saying that the season's over. We might have him on time to time, all this kind of stuff. Well, then the news of Belichick comes out. And then the Packers and the Jets played for the last regular season game this past weekend. And it was a snowstorm, and he and, and Belichick hung out and were talking midfield and all this kind of stuff before the game. And so maybe then, because Belichick retired, maybe they reached out to him and said, hey, you were the last one to talk to him on the field. Can we have you back on? Got all that. Let's say, for instance, let's use something that's, that would be very similar. Scott, What's eating Scott Garoski? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> let's say that Scott Garoski, we had him for four shows. Right. Okay. And after the fourth appearance, I said on the air, I tell you one thing, uh, Garoski's was eating. Got, Scott Garoski's over, and I'm glad it's over because he causes a lot of pain, uh, problems for us. He stirs up a lot, lot of complaints. He start, lot of stirs up a lot of controversy that I don't want to deal with. I want to be talking about other topics. I and they get, I have to deal with topics he brings up. So his season is over, and 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 I'm glad. You don't you don't think that Scott, if I brought him back on the next day, would go? Can we go back to? <laughs> did you just yeah. not say that you were glad that I'm not no, on yeah. anymore? First no. of all, why am I here? Yeah, no, that doesn't mean he got suspended or banned, but mm -hmm. he did say that he was glad the season was over and told us why. Yeah, yeah. did that happen? I'm with you, Bubba. Well, was I in some kind of off. was I in some kind of time warp? I mean, didn't that happen? He said he was done for the season. So season maybe, of agreement. But yeah. he threw in commentary about why he was glad that it was over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was very confusing. That's the key I'm making. Yeah. Don't think I'm making another point. That right. is the point. Yeah. I think he was playing with words a little bit.
I, I find, you know what I think, that Pat McAfee is one of those people, and human beings, we all struggle with it, including Rick Burgess. He thinks that everybody else is the problem. He's the one that keeps causing all this. That's a good point. He's the one that's confusing everybody. Yeah, it's not it's, not it's not. ESPN. It's not Aaron Rodgers. You, he, he's like a, a reed in the wind. He keeps changing how he feels and what he says. He, you know what he does? It seems like he just shoots from emotional hip and then has to come back and clean it up every day. Yeah. I, I, I don't want. I don't to, know anybody like that. I don't want to have to deal with that. Do you? Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right. So I want. First of all, I want to. I, I really like this um, golden ticket seat bunch today because they understand the show. Mm. I want to credit Ben. Ben and I just went on a journey here in this in the in the building, and Ben waited in the golden ticket <laughs> seats till one of us moved to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and he walked up. And he said, "I was waiting for somebody to go because I didn't want to be a bip." Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how about this? Uh, somebody knowing and having that kind of bip sensitivity, <laughs> uh, I really appreciate that. He said, because you're going anyway, so I can now just Very attach. I don't, I'm not asking for a special trip. because. And, Ben, have we exaggerated how far it is? Yes, but then he wanted to know. Then he wanted to know where flip flops always is, and I showed him that. Yeah, and uh, I will say this: I didn't realize this. All urinals were available, and Ben chose to go to the handicap stall just for number one. I was a little surprised by that. <laughs> oh wow! That is Had to have some distance. A little privacy. Okay, you you like me? You, you got performance. You, 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 right, right. I got you. So, so, so. Anyway, well, at least I don't have the troughs like they used to have. <laughs> Boy, look, everything was different. Greg said it a minute ago, you know. And I'm not saying this is. Don't hear me say this is the wrong thing, okay? Um, because I'm I'm not saying that. Even no. though I know everybody will say I said that, I, I'm not saying that. You know, we've got some heightened sensitivity about shutting schools down and, and stuff like that anytime any kind of weather comes around now that, that just didn't exist. Well, but, I'm mad because no, they, they never didn't. would shut our school down. No, that's, that's what I was going to say. Me uh, what I was going to say is we used to have to go in bathrooms and everybody relieve ourselves in a trough like we were a bunch of livestock, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, and women, y'all don't know that, but that's what we had like in, 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 in the men's restroom. <laughs> Real and, long. And the fact that no one shut school down for us. No. So I'm thinking, no. did, 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 was there just a time where nobody really – we certainly weren't coddled, were we? They would no. sit See, we were. in the hall with a book on our head. Yeah. And then once the <laughs> front moved through, I'd y'all get back to class. We'd go back to class. So, you know, our school was a laboratory school for Jacksonville State. Right. And Jack State never closed. Right. I mean, they may cancel a class, yeah. but they never closed. Yeah. So our elementary, our high school never closed. Right. And it used to make me never. so mad. You'd be listening to the radio early in the morning, hoping mm. to hear your school oh, listed yeah. as closed, yeah. and you'd hear all the other schools and not yours. And you're right. like, "You got to be kidding me!" So I, I started thinking about that. All right, so troughs in the bathroom. Okay, so there was there was no no sensitivity there. School was never let out. And if severe weather came, like Greg said, you just put you put a book over your head, sat in the hall, then went back to class That's when it went through. Did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you had a concussion, you were put. If you could remember your name, you got to go back into the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, that one, if you got in a or fight, if you were just close. If you got in a fight at school, they would find out whose fault it was. They would punish them, and both of you would go back to class. That's yeah. it. I, I mean, it was a it was a set of now everybody suspended and there's right. no common sense right. involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and there would actually be some leadership because they would say, no, I think we can find out. Maybe somebody's at fault here and somebody's not. Well, uh, and I, I we're think, not just going to you know be lazy and say, well, we punish everybody. Let's find out what happened here. Yeah. And they may be, it may be that both need to be punished. Yeah. But sometimes you'll find one person in was actually, I would, hey man, this the aggressor. What y'all yeah. expect me to do? I, yeah. I, yeah. I think they thought they would deter it by punishing everybody, but it really didn't. No, no. I told my boys, if you're ever back in the corner, fight your way out, and we'll go fishing. 
Yeah, I, but I, don't I, sit there and take it. Yeah, you've heard yeah, me right. say a thousand. <laughs> right. You've heard me say a thousand times. This adoption of zero tolerance is just lazy leadership. That's all that is. Yeah. That, that's people that don't have the 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 uh, uh, the boldness to actually say, no, I'm gonna make a decision on yeah. this. And if it upsets some of you, then they, you'll just have to. Heck yeah. yeah. You know, if you do zero tolerance, you're like, well, I didn't have a choice. I have to punish everybody. <laughs> no, why don't you get in there and find out what happened? Yeah. And uh, and that's why you uh, get to blame the straw man. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's have a right and a wrong. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. And speaking of the way things used to be, uh, guys, I just remembered about something. Uh, y'all were talking about the trough urinal, and so I just was looking for an old school. Older picture, kids throw you in it. Old school picture of a trough <laughs> urinal. <laughs> Close, Greg. No, uh, do y'all remember when it was in this? I had one of these in my old school. It was just a tiled wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a yeah. hole at the bottom, so it's just like yeah. so. We're just gonna oh, yeah. go pee Stand on the, the wall. wall. Yes. I remember that one too. Yes, I, I mean we just peed on the wall. It's called that. A oh lot yeah, of, uh, ball a lot of, lot of ball games. A lot of stadium. Yeah. Yes. that was the stadium move. <laughs> yeah. and, and the trough, the yeah. trough had the pipe that was dripping water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I, I mean, how much water got wasted when people wasn't in? Well, there, well, you know? and I remember being a little boy, and my dad taking me I mean, into one of these, and you're just like. And no one cared. They would, if you was a little boy, your dad would just bring you in there and go, find a spot. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the worst yeah. one, Rick, was the Talladega <laughs> yeah. Super Speedway. Yeah. You were going to the Talladega oh, yeah. Rage. You'd be and if, look, oh, and, hey. and if you were. That one, Dick. That if you, and I don't like, know if they fixed it yet. No. And if you're a kid, let's face it, your height. Uh, don't look around. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, it's uh, you know, especially like, when you're a third grader oh, and you yeah. finally went to the big bathroom oh, where all God. the sixth graders went. To. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and and Good so uh, about no do- doors on the stall. Right. Oh yeah, no doors. Oh, on they the had stall. them on the oh, side, yeah. but they didn't have the front. Oh. <laughs> yeah. out hey, friend. <laughs> look, Ben and I, we oh, how you doing? Hey, hello there. Uh, at least get a magazine. Something. Boy, you must I mean, have really had to go. Yeah, but the the other thing, what choose this? Yeah, the other thing was though, Adler. Even though the wall was bad, it's still not as bad as is that tub because in the tub setup everywhere all facing the wall yeah but in the tub somebody's on one end and somebody's on the other (laughs) we're looking at each other firing on each other like it's a war you know is this an ice bath are we supposed to pee can i tell you i think that's i think that's why we bred a more confident generation of men yes yeah yeah. why are you so confident ever been in the bathroom you better be (laughs) you know it i don't even think i went on a tour of a nice new high school facility for athletics, and I, they, I said, where's the shower room? They said, well, we got about three they don't shower anymore. I said, they don't shower? They'd have to make us leave. Right. Hey, all right, guys, y'all need to go home. Y'all been in the shower long enough. I mean, everybody just go in there and you throw water on people. Yeah, I experienced you that. Know, not slide with the, around. Not with my older. Turn, turn the, the, heat, the hot water on while they're washing their face off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not with the older kids, but the middle kids. I remember the first time that they got came, you couldn't drive yet, and they got in the car, and they were they put their – School clothes back on their nasty selves. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all don't shower this day. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all don't shower in the locker room? No. I said, why? And they didn't really have an answer. They thought, well, yeah. nobody does I that. Know. I said, uh, well, uh, a generation of us did. Mm-hmm. How about being popped by the towel? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How about soaping up and sliding across the floor? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Did it. That was fantastic. <laughs> Done it. That and was, it, sometimes you'd crash into stuff. In a generation oh, yeah. of young of young boys, they never get to do those kind of no. things. Yeah. And and then of course I remember. Are they better for it, Rick? Uh, no. no. <laughs> well, look at them. They're all they can't handle anything. They can't. They have no perseverance, like uh, coping skills of any kind. <laughs> and you look at the. Um, and then I remember we had the kid. God love him. There's always that kid. God oh, love him. Well. Now there were some that, casualties involved. That, in. that, that, that 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 did have the issue and did not want to go in there. And everybody would rag him about it, like, "What's your problem?" You know, and, and, and you know, well, I'm just uncomfortable with that, and I don't want to do that. And <laughs> and and then finally, he gets tired of being told that there's that he should do that, 
And then when he finally does, you know, we, we walk him outside the locker room, outside in the parking lot without his clothes on. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you think, yeah, no, Rick, looking back on that, that's probably looking back on that. Do. I bet that took him backward. I bet, I bet that, sure. that, that did, I bet that did not, <laughs> no, that was that, not, I don't a, think it was beneficial. Basically everything he'd ever thought in his nightmares about, we, we made sure happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, the thing, the one thought he, the one reason he wouldn't do it. And uh, we're like, yeah, ain't nobody gonna bother you. What are you talking? We just all just taking showers. It's cool. This is what I scared. <laughs> 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 yeah. But you know what? He he paid a price for that. But the people in the parking lot and driving by on the road, they got quite a show. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, 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 they're still, I'm, it's been 40-something years. Surely he's, he's passed fine. Him he's fine. I don't know. Something <laughs> happened to me in second grade at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo at one of those prop toilets. Dude, next week tried to give me a compliment, but as a second grader, I did not appreciate it very much. <laughs> oh, no. I look at my dad, and I was like, why did he say that? Right. <laughs> So things stick with you sometimes. They do. Yeah. They do. You're right. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Still here. I, I remember when the show started picking up a little momentum, a radio goob sitting across from us saying, I hate your show. It seems to be working and people seem to like it, but they shouldn't. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, eh. Was that a compliment? I don't know what that was, but it did happen. Bubba was there. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but that was the kind of the, 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 the theme of the conversation, wasn't it? Uh, we, uh, we had some dandies. Uh, as uh, we come back, all right, so how many of you are in the loop? Thank you for playing ABBA, Rick. I appreciate that. Uh, I uh, like that. Uh, yeah, that was for you. Yeah, thanks. It was actually a miscue. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, I thought I was actually playing CD2. Uh, all right, that's so. A good, that's a good little catchy. You know what? It worked, it worked with it. the drop yeah, real good, yeah. didn't it? Um, so let's talk about. I'm not, I was not familiar until Glenn Beck brought it to my attention in Blaze TV. You know, we're part of the Blaze TV family. If you're a subscriber, you might be watching Colony Ridge, the documentary from Glenn Beck. Um, were you familiar with the story before we started? No, talking? absolutely not. No, I, no idea. I mean, you know, it. I think we were all curious as to where all the people coming over the border were going right. and mm-hmm. what was happening. I mean, some of them have been shipped to uh, other places. You yeah. Know, well, apparently, Colony Ridge is a community that's growing really, really fast right by the uh, unvetted border. They're selling 200 lots per week, uh, and uh, most of the people that are living there are non-citizens, illegal immigrants, and most of them do not speak English and, and speak Spanish. Uh, now, this developer we're about to hear from that now is mad that Glenn Beck has shed light, shed light on this in Blaze TV, he's saying there's about 35,000 people living there, uh, but the people there locally say, uh, he, no way, there's at least double that. And, uh, and if this current trend continues and we do not close the border, uh, that uh, they think that there's already been 8 million illegals at the border since Biden's inauguration, and we think by the end of his first presidential uh, campaign, we would be at 10 million illegal people coming into that border. Uh, and there's this now there's this community set up. Why is that important? Well, it's important because what Glenn and those investigating, and Bubba, you've even said, this is an attempt to bring them in. We're giving them all kinds of things, even though that citizens get, and they're not citizens. Incentives. Yeah, yeah incentives and these houses and all of this. So that one day they will go to the polls and say, "I want to vote for the 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 party that put me in this this uh, community." Yeah. Um, so, in turn, Texas and Rick, if blue. You, if you look at the numbers, and if, if you turn Texas it's, it's, blue, it's not going to take as long as you think a generation, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, look not, doesn't even have to be blue. You turn right. Texas purple, right. so it's a toss up. 
Right. You've already won. Mm-hmm. That's that, it. A Republican will not be able to win a national election. Turn out the again. lights. Yep. Yeah. The party's over. All right. So here, so Glenn has been doing this documentary. If you're a Blaze, Blaze subscriber, you can do that. Now, if you want to subscribe, uh, this actual Colony Ridge is going to be a code. You can get 30% off your annual subscription if you go to blazeoriginals.com. Use the code Colony Ridge. That'll get you 30% off your annual subscription, and then you can see it with all the other Blaze subscribers. But here now is the developer. He's going to fire back at Glenn. He's tired of being made out to be some bad person, and he's going to let Glenn have a piece of his mind. So here he is. Okay. So when you were talking about... um because I've heard you talk about this is you know great for American dreams, right? Absolutely, sure. What's the American dream to you? To me, yeah. Own own something of your own, own your own home, build a build a life for your family, have a safe place for your kids to go to school. That's what we're trying to create for people here. Is that a safe place to go to school? Absolutely. You view this as a service for America? That this is good yes. for America? No, I'm I'm very proud of what we do here. We we. Look, I, if I wasn't doing this to help people, I would have been retired a long time ago. I'm providing a service. I'm providing land. My customers are better Americans than most of the people who listen to your show. They, they work hard. They're family-oriented. They're, they're just out here to improve their lives. They came from Harris County. That's the only border they're worried about. Well, let's take a look at the trailer. Uh, and now see Glenn's side of it. Here's the trailer of the. Uh, I don't doc- think Glenn cared for that remark. They're more American no, no, than the people no, listening no, to your show. He, he handled himself well. Though. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, so um, uh, Pat McAfee said, "Just let the guy come back on tomorrow." Uh, so <laughs> here's a, here, here here is the uh, the trailer uh, for Colony Ridge, the documentary uh, that Glenn and uh, the folks with Blaze Originals have investigated and put together. Here we go. By the time Joe Biden's out of office, there will be about 10 million new people in here. If you have 10 million people coming in, where are they living? Look at the size of this. The fastest growing development in Texas is just a 30-minute drive from Houston. Any idea of how many are illegal? The majority. The majority. The majority. I'm like Sears and Roebuck. I have a product, I created it, I sell it. Does it bother you at all, just culturally, Mm -hmm. in America, to have 150,000 people that are speaking another language? Own something of your own, own your own home. That's what we're trying to create for people here. If it's the American dream, why don't you advertise in English? They are going against humanity, against Americans, not Americans a lot of races, a lot of people. Like, we were dumb for even falling into this. But I mean, what what do we do? What do we do? If you import the third world, you end up becoming more third world. I've started Afghanistan. Uh, Every war-torn or third world country always has that same distinct smell, and it's the smell of burning trash. You can see all the undeveloped lots. This could could become massive. Gunfire shooting up there, just pow, 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 coming come in front of my house. My wife's advice was, don't piss off any cartels. <laughs> I said, I'll try. Is this the future for America? Because this is the path we're on as an entire country. This is a, this is a completely new population. 
So there you go. Uh, and you see it's not exactly a pristine, beautiful way of life. It looks like every third world country I've ever mm-hmm. gone to on a mission trip. Yeah. And it's not just Texas. I don't know if y'all saw in New York the parents that are irate at one of the high schools where they're kicking their kids out of class and making them go virtual so that the immigrants can come in and take the classroom and and the gymnasium. Uh, but they're being told to go virtual and go back home. Uh, it's just so it's not just Texas; it's all over the country. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I I think you can just go back to classification point A: an unvetted border for a sovereign country is not a good idea. Well, Rick, you don't have a country no, if you right. don't have a border, right? And and vetting people out to be sure that they are going to be a blessing to the country and not a detriment to the country is not unreasonable. No. It's not no. mean. It's not racist. It's it's wise. When you yeah. come to the country, you're either an asset to the country or your baggage. Right. I mean, I, I hate to just put it in those terms. Or a detriment. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, 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 you're either going to help or yeah. you're going to hurt. Yeah. Right. yeah. 10 million people, that's two Alabamas. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good weekend. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us. Bubba, if I were to say jelly roll to you. Uh, by the I way, didn't see one on the table back there. Yeah, we got everything out. I, I know you and I may discuss this. There's an artist that you may be aware of, Jelly Roll, and I lay awake at night saying, "Please let Jelly Roll get one more tattoo on his yes, face. Yes, he needs <laughs> one, one more, more face, please. neck. He, yes. Uh, uh, have you ever thought about one more? Uh, but anyway, um, I never really liked jelly donuts at all. I mean, uh, you want to do cream-filled, okay, yeah. uh, whatever. But when you ever, yeah, it, when people would have them, they'd have like a jelly inside it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, uh, now, I don't think his name, Jelly Roll, has to do with that. No, but, I don't either. It's but, just sidebar. But anyway, just Guys. over here, uh, the culture. But anyway, so we have a fentanyl problem. Uh, and can I just say this on a public service announcement out there? If you're maybe someone who hasn't decided what you want to do with your life yet, I will uh, do not go after fentanyl no uh fentanyl is bad uh no fentanyl y'all okay okay get away from Not a good thing. terrible terrible thing horrible thing uh jelly roll is talking to u.s lawmakers first of all this whole rise of jelly roll um pretty amazing story mm-hmm. it's an amazing story but i mean he came on the scene fairly quick on, yeah, as far did. as the national yeah. i know he's oh, probably he been up. at it for many many no. years but and maybe somewhat of a shocker yeah. i find myself liking a lot of his music <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. okay can y'all may y'all may not have seen that coming mm-hmm. yeah. uh i like the edge to it uh i like the the groaning and the the difficulty in it yeah. mm-hmm. um i i do i would rather hear him uh <laughs> than, than than see it so okay. i'm always yeah. uncomfortable uh, with because I'm afraid that he may not live through the concert, uh, and and yeah, that makes right. and that makes me uncomfortable. It'll but be sure. a rock the south, right? right. Yeah, but uh, but any, yeah. I, we're going to take Jelly Row and put him in the Alabama Sun and Coleman in July. He'll have that night, Rick. He'll he'll he'll. <laughs> Can he'll we at least dark. put him on the night set? Do not put him out there <laughs> in that midday sun. Still, still, go, still going to be humid. Oh, not, yeah, the humidity. That's, that's a lot of heat, Jelly Roll. Uh, to watch you don't out. want that jelly to start melting. I'm hey, telling you, buddy. You need a 55 gallon drum of Je- cornstarch. Jelly Roll. If you're going to play an outdoor event in Alabama in July, start preparing now. Now. I mean, well, I mean, I mean make training. changes. He is training. He's training for a 5K. We did store the other day. Yeah. Is it really? Well, yes. good for him. Yes. Good for him. Um, so anyway, he got a long way to go. He's now, he's now, well, Greg, you, you got to start. Yeah. Greg. Look at you. When you did hey. the crap run, you started from nothing. May's not that far off. It, it's I not May. I think it's, is it May? 
Uh, no, I'm not talking about the 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 Robert oh, the 5K. The 5K. 5K. We did the story. I can't remember. I'm making probably I, half of it. I up. think you are making that yeah. up. I, I don't <laughs> make stuff up. I'm not a I'm not a trainer. Uh, of course, here. you know I play one here on the radio. Right. But I'm not a trainer. But I don't Jelly. think the state of Jelly Roll. We can get him to a 5K by May. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Jelly uh, Roll vows uh, to compete in 5K race in 2024. Does it mention what his training ritual is? Uh, Thank you. I'd like to see it. Like is he, is he yeah. running 30 miles a day? Rick, May of 2024, he is supposed to participate in a 5K. Is he going to walk it? That, well, that's well, a great Oh, I have. It, yeah. I don't know if he cuts it, but I got it. the video of him announcing How about this? If he walks yeah. it, then I think we can make May. If we think Jelly Rose is going to be, be running by May, it'll be a combination of run walk. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you mix it up. If he starts to run, 10. if he starts to run in his current state, he will break things. Yeah. Yes. I mean, on Trust his body. Me on on his body. I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even trying to be funny. No. I mean, you got to get to the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to get to the point where you can actually move first in that kind of way to run. He's not running it. Right. I bet he runs part of it. I don't know. Who, who are you? Were you I, I just saw. The I don't think he can Are you Jelly Rose? I thought it was a funny PR guy. Story. What, no. what do you? you know, what do you? training for the Paris Olympics. Right. If you step out and say that, you're going to at least run some of it. I don't think he could run if a bear was chasing him, guys. I don't think he's capable of running right <laughs> no, now. No, I don't either. All right, Rick, I, I didn't realize one of your side hustles is hanging out with Jelly Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Seems okay. like a nice guy. Hard I, to look I at. have him announcing. Uh, that he well he did it on the podcast but he, he confirms it in this in this post. okay all right so this comes from you uh yes uh, okay yeah all and right. i'm a i'm a and adler's hole what you got on film okay all, all right, right here we go, here we go. <laughs> yeah baby this message is for bert kreischer and tom segura i was on the full sin podcast this week and cal from the nelt boys convinced me sorry about this i've been playing with my dog that i could make it to the 5k by may if I dedicated myself to it, I believe him. I believe in myself. Sound like you're Bert, running. I love you, Bubba Tom. I don't know you, but I love you too and can't wait to meet you. I'll be there, baby. I'm in the woods walking every morning. Okay. Okay. 5K by May, baby. I don't 5K go. by May. Good, good, about the, good for him. Yeah. I, if he's going to walk it, I think he can do it. Listen, and I'm, yeah. I like seeing him walk in the woods. Thank How do I go, Jelly Roll? What is the mileage of that? 3.2, something, three point point something like that. Yeah. 3.2, yeah. Something. But, I mean, we got to keep, but Jelly's got to stay focused. Jelly. Well, jelly. Now that I've realized Greg knows him, I'm gonna, yeah. now that I realize he and Greg are, are tied, I'm going to go yeah. Jelly. Greg, what if Sean told you there was going to be somebody with you trying to do better outside your, your garage one day and you look up and it was Jelly Roll? Good for him. <laughs> Or I'll tell you one at thing, that point, you'd be calling him Jr. I'll tell you one thing. The, oh, way, yeah. the way my wife, who, who's my workout partner now, keeps tattling on me, I think I'll take Jelly Roll. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly Roll would definitely let you cut a corner. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. You think Jelly Roll's going to count my reps? He's not. He's going to look at me and go, that's that's 10, right? <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm like, that's, that sounds good to me, Jelly. All right. Jerry, that's seven. Oh, wow, Tattletale. Uh, so I said, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be fun. No. How does uh, she count her reps if she's counting yours? Uh, well, here's the bad thing. She'll, she'll finish... Uh, oh. And uh, well, the one the ones that things like this, he said, isn't he supposed to touch his chest all the way to the floor? Stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but, why, uh, why, why I'm obviously getting away up. with it, right? Mm. And, and Greg then, and I were a team. I'd say, Greg, you distract him this uh, this yes. set, and then mm-hmm. I'll distract him the next. Well, what happened yeah. is Sherry well. Sherry was a health nut when we started dating. <laughs> Kind of like jelly, right? And she said that I, like men, have influence, okay? She said, you influence me to go more unhealthy more than I influence you to go healthy. Well, yeah. And this is my time to, okay, come, to get it. back. All right. And so, and I'm like, I, she says, I owe you this because what you did to both of us. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, 
Jelly Roll is, and I and I commend him for this. He he uh, he wants to make a difference when it comes to drugs. Uh, you, if you know his testimony, um, so he's talking to lawmakers, and, and here's what he had to say. I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly, deeply in my soul, good people, not just drug addicts, uncles, friends, cousins, normal people. Some people that just got in a car wreck and started taking a pain pill to manage it. One thing led to the other. And how fast it spirals out of control, I don't think people truly, truly understand. That's true. So many people. Equally, I think it's important for me to tell y'all that I'm not here to defend the use of illegal drugs. And I also understand the paradox of my history as a drug dealer standing in front of this committee. But equally, I think that's what makes me perfect to talk about this. I was a part of the problem. I am here now standing as a man that wants to be a part of the solution. I brought my community down. I hurt people. I was the uneducated man in the kitchen playing chemists with drugs I knew absolutely nothing about, just like these drug dealers are doing right now when they're mixing every drug on the market with fentanyl, and they're killing the people we love. I'll be honest with y'all, my desire is to only get older and only do better and be better. I believed when I sold drugs genuinely that selling drugs was a victimless crime. I truly believe that, y'all. My father always told me, what doesn't get you in the wash will get you in the rinse. Now I have a 15-year-old daughter whose mother is a drug addict. Mm -hmm. Every day I get to look in the eyes of a victim in my household of the effects of drugs. Every single day. And every single day I have to wonder, if me and my wife, if today will be the day that I have to tell my daughter that her mother became a part of the national statistics. Wow. Mm. Wow. Strong. Jelly. Well, I hope he can make a difference, and he, he, he certainly knows. So, um, mm. and, and good luck on the 5K as well. Uh, as a matter of fact, Greg has already contacted Jelly about the crap run. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be a great addition. He'd rock Piedmont. He would. Coming around that last corner, you and Jelly right. roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> Him, Philip Webb, stride for stride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no shirt on. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's start with things that are America. This one ties into what we talked about a minute ago. Kind of a setback, Bubba. The Texas Supreme Court uh, has refused to allow a petition for independence. Uh, the referendum uh, was going to be on the ballot in March. The Texas Supreme Court uh, has uh, shot down uh, the attempt by what they're, what they're calling the Texas Nationalist Movement. Uh, they wanted the state Supreme Court to allow the people to once again vote on independence. You know, I, I don't want Texas to leave the union. No, no but no, uh, no. I certainly appreciate their right to make their own decision on that. Well, uh, well, looks like know, they're not going to get that. Yeah, some of us have tried that before; it didn't work out well. Um, right. So, but uh, Texas is a little unique. They were their own country when they signed up, and in this case, even the Texas Republican Party uh, rejected it as well. Uh, so that people are like, look, we're upset. We don't like the situation. Uh, we certainly want to hold this independence run maybe if needed, but let's, let's not push it. Right. We don't think we're there yet. And that's both that even the Republicans are saying that in Texas. Yep. So that didn't go anywhere. California, 
California has proposed that youth tackle football be completely banned. Oh, God. Uh, and I know that'll give oh, us shocker. That'll give us even another yes. great generation of of of, <laughs> of, of men. Uh, anyway, uh, and it has cleared its first legislative hurdle. It, it is on the move. That will uh, really help out the Pacific too. Yes, uh, that's so funny. Uh, it, so this would be banning children under twelve from tackle football, uh, and it is moving to go away. Now I will say this: there, there is no doubt uh, that there are people that are in positions when it comes to little league football. And I remember, Greg. It, of course, you know things changed as our society changed, but back in the society that we referenced not too long ago on the show today. Our father, who was uh, a football coach by trade, he did not like Little League football uh, at that time. Uh, yeah. He thought it wasn't necessary. He thought it did more damage than good. Uh, but as, as society began to change and video games became more and more prominent and kids did not climb trees and did not play backyard football no. and did not play backyard sports, then as he got older, like a lot of coaches in his era, they're like, eh. No. It, it 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 probably serves a purpose now because uh, the, these these uh, these boys don't play like kids used to play. He didn't think it was necessary, and he thought that you could that could fall into the hands of the wrong kind of people, and it would make a child never want to play football as opposed yeah. to want to play football. And there's certainly and some of that, some and, of that. and there's still some of that out there, and I acknowledge that. But a ban on tackle football altogether. If you let that in the door, this doesn't feel right. It, it, it's going to well, be well again. Shouldn't that be a choice that a parent makes about go. their child, no, not some go. legislative body? Rick in Atlanta, I don't know if you've seen this. Fury is erupting as Atlanta officials consider banning right turns on red. More cities are making the push to ban the legal maneuver. Why? Well, they're saying What's the reason? pedestrians. They're, they're, getting they're run saying over. that pedestrians are getting run over. Okay. In Atlanta, pedestrians' death rose by almost a quarter last year. Now, a lot of times, it's because the turn right on red is not executed properly. Like That's by right. fully stopping, then you turn right when it is available to do so. Well, you also have some idiot pedestrians. Let's yeah, just call you it. do. You yeah. do. You yeah. do, and you got to watch out for all that. But uh, I don't know. I think the right on red. If you do away with it, you may protect more pedestrians, but I think you're going to jam your traffic up worse. Well, I go back to this again, and and, and you've talked about this. The only thing better than right on red is left on red. Okay, <laughs> but but the if and when it's rarely allowed. But I, I will say this. Left on green. We've been turning right on red for how long? Uh, all Forever. my life. Okay, so we didn't have this problem. So it can't be right on red is the problem because we've been turning right on red and pedestrians have done just fine. Well, so the, I I would tend to that. say this may be another example. Of what you're saying is we're protecting the stupid. Yeah, uh, and you which know, is the problem here in this country. As opposed to saying, "Hey, pedestrians, we always let you know that right on red is an option, so look out for it." We're just going to ban right on red as if that's going to solve the problem. They're just going to find a way to walk into traffic another way. Apparently, a lot of them. The day that we start putting warning stickers on uh, saws that cut wood that says "Do not use on your finger," right, uh, or "Do not put your finger here," I knew we had a problem. Right, right. Yeah, that because it, it doesn't it, take you long to figure out my finger does not belong where that wood yeah, is. Yes, if you read warning labels. It yeah. tells you so much about society. Well, you you have to, you know, James Gregory did a great bit on it. Who was the first guy to do this? Right. But, uh, and I won't quote that, but it is a funny, funny bit. Yes. Um, wh- why in the world? I mean, we just, it's it's like we're taking care of those that, that nature's trying to get out of the gene pool. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hate to put it in cold terms, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, this nature's one. like, eh, you didn't make the cut. 
Everybody, you know, it would have been your dad. It was, it was, it was definitely my dad and all those above that cannot believe that people. James Gregory does a bit on this too. <laughs> yeah, no, nope, nope, a lot of our Nobody life, can believe that human beings pay the money we pay for water in a bottle. Yeah, I know. And why do we do it? Well, you got to watch tap water. Yeah, because I remember my dad going over to the tap and you, there's all kinds of water yeah. over here. Uh, and, and and we pay a very small fee for it every it's month. It's actually checked. The right. quality yeah. of that is actually monitored. So yeah. which is safer, tap or bottled? Experts give their verdict after a startling study found that 240,000 cancer-causing non-plastics in an average liter of water in stores. Yeah. The, you know, when the, the water comes in, right. it's not checked like your tap water is. Correct. Now, there may be situations that the tap water is not okay, or mm-hmm. you may have some dirty water, some pipe issue that you right. want to go with bottled water. Right. But overall, right. overall, tap water should be much cleaner than bottled water, and it should be a whole lot cheaper. You know, we complain about the price of gas. Mm-hmm. Have you figured out what a, a gallon of water costs right. at, at those bottle prices? Well, now, now you're back being our granddads and dads again. Um, now, what they are cautioning is that no two tap waters are the same either. You need to know where you live and what kind of water you have access to. But, but don't they send you a printout every year? They do. Yeah. They said, but if you, have, law, if yeah. you have water that is done the way it should be done for tap water, they say the, sh- the study shockingly showed that tap water was healthier than bottled water. Yeah. Because I, that, I, that, I don't doubt it, that. that it had fewer of, of these um, uh, cancer-causing... Uh, uh, microplastic levels, tap water actually was more safe and had a lower level of these uh, microplastics, whatever they call them, yeah, that can be cancer It's basically yeah. little pieces of plastic yeah. that, that yeah. can get into your bloodstream right. and pass through the brain blood barrier yeah. and uh, can, and can cause problems like what we're seeing, dementia yeah. type issues. Right. Yeah, there's, so there's no doubt that tap water can have its issues, but if you go general, and this is 240,000 uh, non-plastics they found in an average liter of a bottle of water, uh, or nanoplastics, uh, they, they are saying that they are, are more uh, abundant in bottled water than tap water. That's why they say the cleanest thing you drink is Jack Daniels. Well... <laughs> I, I have friends that I think said that, but they were slurring. I, I couldn't quite understand them. But uh, but the uh, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. Well, look. This, I have to say that this non-denominational run you're on right now. Is oh, good night. Yeah, so I'm I'm um, just recently. I was always a tap water guy, but I recently bought a filter for my house. And I'm now I'm filtering the tap water. That's, okay, that's about my we story. All, we all have that's things. Your right. story, buddy. Anytime you yeah. can filter anything and make it better is mm-hmm. is good, unless the filter is causing problems, and you might need to check on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah change that filter. Yeah, of course. You know, people who sell filters probably They're pretty pumped up. Yeah, they're excited. Did, they did, are. You, did you hear about this ancient city they discovered in Ecuador? Did ancient city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw the headline. I hadn't read. It. Oh well, let me tell you about. It when we come right. back. We'll it's also we'll also take some phone calls if time allows at eight six six. We be big. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right. So you 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 told us you were going to tell us about an ancient city that yeah. We found. Get this Watch uh, out. ancient city that was built twenty five hundred years ago. It was populated for a thousand years and had a hundred thousand 
person population has been found in Ecuador out in the Amazon jungle. Mm. How about that? Mm. That's like a movie. You, you would have thought everything that could have been discovered in the Amazon has been discovered. But mm-hmm. how do you, you I mean you miss this? Yeah. And they only found it with satellites uh, and using new laser techniques for um, for mapping all that. And, of course, people are wondering uh, where everybody went. And I, I mean, I think I know the answer. They went north to Mexico. Well, of course they did. <laughs> well, that's what everybody. Did. Everybody's heading north. To yeah. me, when you think about where everybody went, I don't know about y'all, but the Amazon—that's dangerous. That's a spooky place. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm spooky. This by place the is guarded by a bunch of apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. When you're at the Amazon, you seen that movie the Congo? When they oh, come yeah. Up? oh yeah, oh yeah, Congo. Do you realize how many things can get you with Amazon? Oh, oh so from many. insects to big animals. Oh, you can't stand there oh, too. To pygmies. Yeah, but there's, you, there's you, diseases there that we ain't even ain't even seen yet. Have you ever seen? the snakes there oh you shouldn't right. even go it's the closest that thing to hell on earth i've ever seen yeah, clearly. what would you call he's okay so my 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 mom's my mom's dad passed away my grandpa passed away much much later in life my grandma remarried what do I call that Step guy? Grandpa. Step grandpa. Step grandpa. Why is that in this conversation? I'm sorry. See, I, I he know went to we're talking about the Amazon, I, I and you're I bringing up your granddad. Is it Step Grandpa? I don't know. Something it, like it that. It wouldn't be Step Grandpa. What is his? What's his name? Doctor Bill. Doctor Bill. Call him oh, Doctor Bill. Okay. Doctor Bill went to the Amazon. And okay. He would I see do, where you're getting oh, this. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I had to get you there. I didn't know what was up. Doctor Bill went to the Amazon. He was doing surgery on person on a person, and a thing burst. And he had to take medicine for it because it was some unknown disease. He had to take medicine for it for the rest of his life. He lived in 98, but I, mean, see, I don't like using the word crazy. Crazy. Hey, wow. hey, let me tell you this. It went I everywhere. I don't know what pharmaceutical company got Dr. Bill's medicine, but they need to do an ad. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if they got him to 98 after an Amazon disease burst on him, yeah. that's a good drug. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'd like for you to call him Dr. G Daddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. A little weird, but okay. Dr. Bill. Yeah. So, so they did marry? They did, yeah. Okay. My, my mom's mom remarried much later in life. He, mm-hmm. he passed away pretty young. Yeah, so. okay, good. But she was, I mean, she was 70 when she remarried. Isn't that funny? Oh, Dr. Bill. Dr. Yeah. Bill. He was in his 80s. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bill had game. He yeah. had a crazy <laughs> life. He had a crazy yeah, life. Like, deal? talking about, like, riding rafts down rivers into oh, yeah. the jungle. Yeah, he was an adventure life. guy. What about yes. Golden Daddy? Now, wait a minute. Was he in a commercial for DeSecchi's? Yes. He's <laughs> the most interesting man. Was he the most interesting man? I'm really? He has a biography. I miss him yeah. so bad. This is clearly ancient alien, aliens that got him off. Yes. Oh, no doubt. Clearly. Yes. I still say it's got to be all the dangers of them. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff can get Dr. You Bill, no, he'll well, tell you. So he, it burst on him, some kind of thing uh-uh. he never seen. That's yes. gross. Yes. That's well, horrible, sure it is, Greg. But I mean, well, dark. how about aliens when it comes out of the stomach? You know, you're just like <laughs> not real. That's yeah. not real. Though. Right, but okay. I just in my mind. That's okay. Right. If it was you know, real. a lot of these a lot of these civilizations just literally farm themselves to death because they uh they didn't they didn't practice good farming techniques that they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't know about mm-hmm. or you know, it was even in the Bible it said to leave the fields fallow every seventh year. You yeah. Know, so mm-hmm. COVID, you don't do that. It, it could have been COVID. Did he probably didn't th- have high level fertilizer we have today yeah. and all that. Did any of y'all think that Bubba would right before this show ended that the theme farming yourself to death would come out of Bubba? Yeah, no. well uh, I, I was right. Anxious to hear where it was going. I know that way he explained himself. That's why yeah. I don't uh, turn the fields too much. Right. It, it, it couldn't have been it could have been COVID because they didn't have bioweapons labs in Wuhan at the time. So <laughs> right. I don't think right. it could have been COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But these satellites images are nuts and you can see where they're old walls and old buildings you think that's where dr bill went that was dr bill right there you got <laughs> what, that's what, where it happened right did, there didn't and you, you see all them steep hills where all their farming dirt washed off yeah. uh-huh. didn't you encounter this man in your life before he went on him did we passed on uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. what would you call it dr bill okay okay so i was right yeah we call dr. him dr bill. bill yeah that's what he should be called okay
I didn't know mm-hmm. relationally what to call him. I'd have called him Amazon Bill. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It could have been, it could have been a predator that, you know, you know, the predators and aliens. Oh, and, the, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, again, that. that's not real, Speedy. Oh, We're talking okay. about, okay. Oh. You're talking about real things. Oh, okay. Amazon's got plenty to be real to be afraid Speedy, of. Speedy, we oh, don't yeah. know what's in that jungle. No, we oh, do that's, not. That's a good point. You ever seen the, you ever seen the crocodiles or alligators there? Oh. How much, Greg, to spend two nights in the Amazon? Ooh. Oh. Two nights. On the ground in a sleeping bag. Thirty-five hundred. That's thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five hundred. Greg. I spent the night on Chihaw. <laughs> the problem in the Amazon, you could think I made it, and then look, there'd be a tick on you, and that'd be the end of it. Yeah, 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 mosquito bites you. Yeah. Mosquito. I made it. Oh no, I've got malaria. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks for being with us. If you're leaving right now, have a good weekend. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. Enjoy the weekend. Monday, a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, we'll be here. It's MLK Day. Some of you will have the day off, but we'll be here live, and we hope that you'll join us. All Monday on a brand new edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.